This is the Blind Grilling Experience, and I am the most interesting griller in the world. Welcome back to the Blind Grilling Experience. I am Chris Peltz, and joining me, as he often does, is Mr. John Grimes down in Texas. Good. How are you doing? doing? Interesting, uh, interesting griller. I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, man, doing great. Doing great. Uh, just in uh, man, we have had some of the best weather ever for the beginning of August. Although it got hot today. Man, we were like highs in the 70s, lows in the 50s to start the month of August. Unbelievable. And man, we took advantage of it when it came to getting to the grill. It was awesome. Um, we smoked a whole brisket. I did the whole chicken. Uh, I mean, we. I was just, I was tearing it up, man. I was just enjoying it so much. Because uh, you don't get that kind of weather. At the first, you know, in the middle of summer, at the beginning of August, no, in no, the Ozarks, man, Maine or something, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and down here in Texas, it's been it was it was a hundred today, but earlier in the week, uh, it was like seventy eight degrees at noon. Yeah, uh, and I was at lunch, and as we we all went outside, we had lunch outside. Yeah, right. On August in the first week of August, <laughs> uh, which is just at. Uh, but it, it corrected itself. It's hot. Again. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Of course. It, you know, but that's fine. Hey man, it was, it was beautiful, you know, while it lasted for sure. And, uh, just, it just makes me look forward to fall all that much more at this point, since it was definitely heat indexes over a hundred today here. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was great. But, um, uh, so what, what you been throwing on the grill, man? Well, you're much more active than me as usual, but, uh, in the last week, I've uh, cooked some fillets twice. Um, we get we go to Costco, and they have a deal on uh, prime fillets. They're like fourteen bucks a pound, which is ridiculously inexpensive. The, the downside is you get a pack of four or five of them, and they're all different sizes. Yeah. Um, so we um, last time we were there, we got a pack of five, and we cooked two, froze the rest. And then cooked the other uh, three, which were smaller ones, um, a couple of days ago. So in the last in the last week, we've cooked. We, we've been eating pretty well with the flies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, man. And that's uh, I had actually had a, a buddy call me from New York, and uh, they were looking, you know, getting some, going to get some steaks, and and the fillets were, you know, fifteen dollars a pound, and um, which, you know. <sighs> that it's a lot more than what I'm, I'm, I'm getting whole beef tenderloins for nine 99 a pound. And every once in a while it'll be on sale for eight 99 a pound. And then we can just cut it ourselves. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Where are you getting that? It, yeah. Right. We've I got a butcher here in, in town, man. Wow. And that's, yeah, and that's real beef, right? It's what? It's real beef. That sounds like yeah. fake. beef. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah. It, it, and dude, it is, it is amazing, man. Wow. I mean, you know, it, it cooks up, uh, you know, just as nice as anything, man. It's, it's awesome. Um, and when so, I go to the grocery store, the, the prime fillets that, that they have in there are, they're $29 a pound. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I mean, this is not prime by any means. I mean, they, they've got prime and yeah, it's up there. It's crazy expensive. And they've even got some Wagyu, which is 
outrageous, yeah. but, um, but yeah, they got a whole beef tenderloin that, uh, they do for nine ninety nine a pound. And man, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I'm, you know, I can, I can grind each end up, you know, if I want, I can get a center cut. I, I, you know, I can do whatever I want once I get it home and, um, and smoke the whole tenderloin or, you know, cut it up and make our own fillets. But, um, man. how long will it last you? What, what, or how much do they usually weigh? Um, it, well now that really varies. They, they might weigh only two and a half pounds or, you know, I've gotten them as big as about three and a quarter. Okay. So, um, so they're not, they're not huge, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, they, they'll last. I mean, we'll, I'll, I'll smoke the whole thing and then we'll not only slice it up then, but, you know, and, and eat, eat good, but then we'll have some amazing meat for, um, uh, quesadillas or, you know, fajitas or, you know, or something else, you know? Um, uh, so yeah, it's, do something else with it, but it's, it's good stuff, man. It's hard to beat a filet. And like I told the guy from New York who called Walter, uh, he called me up and I, and, and I told him, I said, that's one of the easiest pieces of meat that you could cook. It, you know, it, 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 even if, especially inside the house, if you're going to do it in a skillet on the stove and in the oven, you know, it's one of the easiest, um, steaks to cook. And it, it's probably one of the best tasting as well. So it's, it's definitely one of my favorites. Oh yeah. I mean, it, I cook them hot, uh, and, and it takes eight minutes. Yeah. Four minutes on each side. Yeah. Yeah. Done for medium rare, which is what I like. Right. At about yeah. 600 degrees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now you, did you try a little something different? I think, uh, you, we were talking before, um, you had, um, you had a, a cast iron griddle that you might yeah, try. I had it a few weeks ago in May or June, I guess. And, um, I've been wanting to try it, but I've been nervous cause I wanted to try it on a filet, but I, it's, it's the, you know, it's the Cadillac of meats and I didn't want to, I didn't want to burn it or mess it up. Right, so right. on the second part of my, um, filet cook, I did use it, uh, and very well. Yeah. Awesome. It was really, it was very easy. I, I cooked one, there were three of them. And I cooked the uh, the smallest one on there in case I did mess it up. Mm. Um, but it was no, I I didn't no problems. Yeah. It was easy and it was good. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That, man, that's great. Had a great sear on it, which is what I was interested in. I, I normally just cook them on the grates, um, but the uh, the one that was on the cast iron was was seared very nicely. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, uh, anything, anything upcoming cooks wise? I don't know. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Man, uh, I, I took the whole chicken that we smoked and, um, and I used it and put it in our jambalaya, made some jambalaya and used that smoked chicken and just, um, oh dude, it, yeah, good. yeah, it was, it was great. Um, so so I was able to do that. Uh, we had some leftover brisket we made quesadillas with. So we, we did some of those things. Um, and um, I am I am real close to give doing my hand at etouffee. Uh, I might do that this week. Have you so, ever done that? Nope, I haven't. I sure I haven't. Etouffee. Yeah. Would it be I, crawfish or shrimp or? Um, I, well, it'll probably be shrimp. I, I prefer crawfish, but I, I don't have any crawfish right now. Mm-hmm. And so it'll probably just be a shrimp etouffee. But 
we'll see. I'll, I'll have to give it a go and, and let, let you know how let it goes. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but well, we've got a couple of things that uh, we want to be talking about uh, through for the program today because you've been trying out a new device just released on what July twenty eighth, I think it was yeah. released. The oh. eSight version four has come out, and they sent you a demo uh, to give it a go and and see what you think, and and so we're going to talk about that. A little bit, because uh, you've you've had some experience in times past, briefly, uh, with uh, a site device, and so there's been a lot of changes that have taken place with their new device, and uh, and you've been able to try it on a few different things, um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about uh, for pretty much the remainder of of the program. You've had it a little over a week. You know, we're going to, we'll let folks know what you think very quickly though. I do want folks to know that there is a really good video by Carrie Morales over at Live Accessible uh, on YouTube. If you were go to YouTube and search Live Accessible, you would find um, uh, Carrie's page and she did a review that she released back on, um, on August 3rd. Uh, she released her video, I believe it was, and uh, and she, it's full video, lots of uh, stuff for those who have a little bit of vision. They can check out, um, you know, she did some really cool demos and things with it as well. And so it's an awesome video. I'd really highly recommend folks check out Carrie's video over at Live Accessible on the eSight version 4 device. But John, you've had it for a week. All right, it, it came. And what what are some of your first impressions when you get, especially concerning uh, the idea that you've you've had some contact with some of the older versions? Yeah, well, when I was when I was uh, heard that I was going to get the chance to look at it, I was pretty excited. This is the second time I've seen it, and just I should also preface this by sh- saying that what my visual cutie is, um, because it's not for everybody. But for ones that it works for, I think it's really good. Um, mine is uh, my vision is twenty three hundred uh, in one eye and 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 zero or blind in the other. So it's version four is the current one that just was just released, which is what what I was using. I think it's either version two or three that I used about uh, two and a half years ago, and it is a lot different. It looks cooler. Uh, it's a I I feel like it fits better. Um, so if you don't know what it is, it, it's essentially like sunglasses is kind of what it looks like from the front um, that go over your your eyes. And the sunglasses are attached. They don't sit on your ear. Um, they're attached to a device or a, a ring that they call the halo that sits on top of your head kind of at an angle over the crown of your head, which holds the glasses on so that their your your ears the ears wouldn't be strong enough to support the weight of the glasses which have a um, camera in them and what the camera does is it wherever you're looking the camera sees it and you can magnify um, up to 24 times I believe on just about anything that you want to magnify to and the version two or three that I that I experienced uh, previously. Uh, was seemed a little bulkier and seemed a little heavier and it was uh, it had a wire attached to a remote control that would you would use to help um, maneuver through it 
but this one is totally wireless. There's no wires. Uh, it's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi enabled. So um, there's some cool things that you can do with that capability, uh, including, I would imagine, with the Wi-Fi um, update, the uh, firmware and things on the device, which I would imagine they uh, they do pretty regularly. So yeah. um, just the differences from, from the previous one to now um, seem to be, I was impressed. Yeah, a lot slimmer, wireless, and... Uh, and I'm sure there's a few more features, uh, you know, as far as the feature set is concerned, which we will will get into. But, um, you know, this is this is something that obviously is not for those who are totally blind. So the, you need to have some vision. Uh, you need vision. And and if you use a, a zoom or a magnifier or something like that, then uh, this would be something you might be interested in in checking out. Uh, and so, um, you know, what, you know, so definitely smaller, slimmer, uh, as from, from previous versions, which is great, which, which just goes show you that they're really working on not only the technology, uh, but, you know, really putting in effort to make things, you know, more comfortable and, uh, more user-friendly, uh, overall. So, I mean, it's, you know, uh, um, yeah, I think they've definitely gotten some good input from users and I would imagine there, uh, or actually I know that there are some pretty smart people and engineers oh, yeah. uh, that developed this and it it's very impressive yeah. it, it is what they're what they're doing is very impressive now you've been able to use it in in several different ways and and well before that even you know let some of the feature sets that it has you, you talked about magnifying up to 24 times but it doesn't just magnify because i know uh when when i was low vision before lo- using uh, losing any usable vision uh, contrast was a big deal for me. Colors, um, you know, black and white, you know, adding in maybe some blue and uh, just changing all of those color contrasts and things like that made a big difference in, in being able to see things that were magnified uh, or brought up close to me on computer screens and things like that. So is that some of the features that are available? Yeah, it's kind of like if, if you've used a CCTV or one of these um, handheld, which, which I've used a CCTV, um, one of these handheld um, magnifiers. Like electronic elect- magnifier, yeah. Magnifier, yeah. And uh, which has all those contrast settings and the color filters. It's got all that. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about it is it's, uh, it's hands-free. So you're not using the, um, the magnifier, like the electronic magnifier to, to move things. You're, you're just moving your head around. Um, and like the CCTV where it, um, it's in a fixed location. So you have to move things in front of the camera for that. Um, with this, you just, again, move your head and, and the camera moves with you. So it's got the, uh, contrast settings. It, it, it's got a pretty wide range there and it's got the, it's got the, I use reverse. Um, I like dark black. Um, let's see, is this right? Yeah. I like dark background with, with, um, light text and mm-hmm. it's text um but it's got the yellow and blue and it's got uh, it's got three at least three or four other color filters that you can switch to to whatever uh, would suit you and it, it would it would be pretty much what's on most cctvs and yeah those electronic magnifiers, i think so and that's yeah. awesome they've got it in such a small small package that you, you can wear uh and just kind of and look at things and make those adjustments and you can do that with the remote um, it, but also, yeah, it connects via Bluetooth with your phone. Yeah, there's several ways you can, um, use it. So there's the, there's a remote. There's actually, they send you, there's actually two of them, which is genius. Cause you're going to lose one. At least I, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, right. Awesome that they send two. And the remote's probably the easiest way. And the remote's kind of like um, similar size to like a um, like an Apple TV remote. Oh, yeah. If you're familiar, it's a rectangular. Um, it's probably three inches long or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty narrow. It's easy to hold in your hand and put in your pocket or whatever when you're not using it. But um, there's also on the device itself, on the right-hand side, there's a, a little touchpad area where you can use your finger to um, change some settings. Uh, the zoom thing would be the, the most common. So you can zoom in and zoom out just by uh, swiping on this uh, little sense uh, sensitive area on the right side of the, um, uh, like the arm for the glasses. Gotcha. Uh, then there's also with the Bluetooth capability, if you have, if you have the app installed, uh, there's a remote on the, uh, on the app on your, your phone as well. So you can control it that way too. And there, in I mean, in, in full disclosure, I mean, th- this isn't, first of all, this isn't something that, that you get to keep. This is something you're, you've been able to test out, uh, check it out. You're going to be sending it back, uh, to them. But, but secondly, there, there, while there's lots of pros, there are a few cons, which are, would be things that they're working out. And one would be the app, um, on some of the newer phones, newer devices. Uh, there seems to be some glitches on that as well. Yeah, the remote works fine through the app because uh, I've used that. But there are some other features. Um, they have a screen mirror feature where you can. Um, so you would basically your your device. Uh, and I have an iPhone. I have the SE two, the second generation SE. Um, the literature I've seen from eSight says that they support the iPhone eight and newer. Um, the SE is newer. Um, it's brand new. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so I don't, um, for whatever reason, the SE, the second gen SE is not, um, compatible with the other features, which are, um, there's a, there's a gallery where you can import photos from your phone to the e-site. You can also take pictures with the e-site. So you can use like a freeze frame thing where you can take pictures of things or people, and then you could transfer them to your to your mobile device. And then there's also a screen mirror where you can essentially um, like you would um, whatever your whatever the east side is looking at would be mirrored on your on your device, your phone. So um, I mean, for sure, other people would be able to see basically what you're seeing. Yeah, man, you took me back to the '80s and the skate rinks with freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah, pretty cool. Uh, but, and I'm sure that's something that I'm sure through firmware. Yeah. You know, Wham? Freeze frame. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, you know, they'll get that, they'll, they'll get that worked out. I mean, that's sometimes when new products are coming yeah. out and new devices are coming out at the same time, uh, that, that just takes a little catching have an up. iPhone eight or a 10 or an 11. I think, um, I think you're fine. Yeah. I, only speak from the iPhone because that's that's my experience, but it does work with Android and um, Samsung uh, devices and and others as well. But I, sure. I don't know those. Okay, so um, so you've used it to uh, read documents. You've used it to watch TV. You've used it at the grill, which obviously we are all about. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so some of those various cases, let's start with the grill. I mean, that's, that's what I'm most interested in, especially for some of our low vision, uh, cooks out there. Um, you know, we use of course the flame boss to maintain and 
control temps and monitor temps with you know because it's an accessible device. But as we've pointed out in times past, because of some high heat cooks like you're talking about with the steaks, you know that pit probe isn't isn't set up for above four. 450 or so. So if we're going to go 500, 600 degree cooks, we cannot use the flame boss. And so, you know, not being able to see the uh, actual thermometer that comes on the grill itself is, you know, can be, make things a little bit more difficult. So using this device, were you know, how did that work? I did use it out there on the, um, as, yeah, because I was cooking over the, the limits of the, the flame boss. And for me, without any kind of uh, equipment or help from someone else, um, I can I can see the, the the temperature gauge, but I can't can't decipher any of the numbers. So I I did put on the e-site out there, and uh, I could see the numbers. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so uh, you you'd be able to check the temperature on the egg itself uh, at that high heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's when awesome. I opened the grill, um, it, it did help there. Um, typically when, I mean, I, in general it helped, um, in, in the case of the, like the, 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 the quick hot, the flays I was cooking in this example, um, the, the grill's really open, only open for a minute or two as fast as I can just to flip, mm-hmm. um, the uh meat um and then there's some smoke and things which would you know that would get in the way of anybody's vision but once you clear that um i did get a better look at the meat when it was um with through the e-site um but the biggest benefit i got was the uh, the temperature uh, being able to determine the temperature right yeah which 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 can be awesome i mean that's just uh, you know before the flame boss you know i had no way other than hey you know, call her my wife or my kids. Hey, <laughs> chill. That's right. Over here for me. That's yeah. right. So, you know, so that, that was, yeah. so yeah, if, if you're in that situation, this helps. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a, you know, I, I think with, in, in terms of vision loss or, or blindness, one of the, one of the things that is quickly understood that goes is, is the independence thing where, um, you know, needing assistance on all, all, all manners of things, but, um, this is definitely an area where it certainly helps for me with the temperature control uh, at the grill and and a little bit on the on the inside, but yeah. the inside is, is very limited activity because I'm you know as you know Chris that's right you know, if you're looking you ain't cooking that's right. <laughs> exactly exactly now uh, what about TV I mean that that's something a lot of folks they you know visually impaired would love to be able to see the TV a little bit better course everybody now wants the biggest tv that they can possibly get and so when you have limited vision sometimes you know especially with tunnel vision depending on the type of vision someone has the bigger isn't always better in that scenario because you know your field of vision isn't all that big but having a magnifier can sometimes help but not always so what was your experience with the tv there is a setting for um i think it's called cinema or theater on there where it's, um, I guess, uh, set up for low light, uh, situations with, uh, with, you know, the light in front of you TV. I did use it in that environment and I was able to, for me, 
I was able to zoom in to where the um, the the TV was pretty much the entire field of vision in the um, eSight, and it it gave me a better clarity of what I was watching. I was able to see uh, people's um, attributes more much more clearly um, than not uh, wearing the eSight. The thing that gets a little bit tough about it, because I was zoomed in, um, I don't know what the zoom was, but it was probably at least, I would say it was at least six or eight. So the tricky part there, which I guess is probably learned through um, usage, is you got to keep your head still. If you move your head or sneeze or, <laughs> or you know, like wipe your nose or, or I don't know right, what, right, yeah, but or or somebody that's with you says something and you turn your head or something like that, you, you lose that focus and you got to regain it. But as long as you're able to mostly keep it straight and locked in, I did get a better um, view of uh, the program I was watching. Okay. So, but there are some limitations to that because like you said, I mean that uh, if, if you move your head, you know, slightly, then that, that can throw things off. So, um, but, but overall, I I I think with, with usage and, and getting to, understand how it works and because uh, I experienced the same thing, you know, like some areas that I used it would have been like um, with mail, for instance. Yeah. When that was going to be my next question, like documents and things like that. Yeah. So it's, it, it is tough for me personally, if I'm holding a document and with, with any device, this would be any device trying to read it. Uh, Cause let's say I'm holding a magnifier in one hand and I'm holding a document in the other hand just your hands move, my hands move. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the biggest thing would be to stabilize as much as, as I can. And so I, what I would do is I, I put the document down or the mail or whatever I'm looking at. So I can at least keep that one from moving. Um, and then I would zoom in with the, um, with the e-site and then they do have the ability to do a freeze frame as we, as we mentioned. And then with the gyroscope it built in, you can, you can freeze it and then you can, you basically just move your head Freeze around. Frame. Yeah. Yeah. You just wham it. It's right. And George Michael comes out of the <laughs> back. Exactly. And um, you, you can move around the document. So um, it, it was definitely useful for that. I yeah. used it for mail. I, I brought in some mail and some boxes and things and I could, I don't generally see who the boxes. I mean, there's a very, it's only really only two options here. Who's the boxes for, but um, it gave me a better, um, idea of what you know if it was yeah. for, for someone else, but yeah, um, with mail and stuff, um, it was it was helpful for that. With the with the for that for me personally, reading documents would not be beneficial, and it, it's not nothing with eSight. It's just what, what the, the magnification that I need um, would be at least I I don't know ten to eighteen probably. And when, when I'm zoomed in on, on text, that's that big, it's just very tedious to try to read something. So yeah. for me, that function doesn't work if I'm going to read a paragraph or, you know, something Yeah, it becomes real wrong. tedious on that. Yeah. yeah. For, for addresses and, and mail and boxes and things that are pretty quick. It's, it's great for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And that's, and that's something again that, uh, you know, it, it's, Sometimes it's hard to do reviews on these types of devices because 
because there's such a range of vision and visual acuity that people have. And, and some folks, this is going to be just a, a life-changing device, whereas others is, it, you know, it, yeah, it can be helpful, but um, maybe not, you know, a, as helpful as, um, you know, um, that you'd want. I mean, you know, there's just some, because of those differences, it, it's kind of hard you know, to just be straightforward, like, oh, this is going to be great for you for, you know, regardless, because that, that may not be the case, but then again, it might. Yeah, it's, that's definitely for sure. And they do have a ability. So I think it's, um, the website is eSightIwear.com and you can try it, um, without buying it, I, I believe. And because it, um, it, it doesn't work for everybody, but for people that it works for it, I think it would be yeah, it, it could be life changing for that. Yeah, um, because it, it's it it's a it's a nice device. Yeah, and for those who it really works for, um, it's priceless. I mean that you know when it comes to being able to have that vision back that you you've lost you know, a device that helps you to see things that you know you haven't had something that has been able to help you see it again, or to make it so much easier than you know, price is like, who cares? Right. Um, but then if it's one of those things where, you know, it, it helps for this and for that, you know, a few things here and there, then it, it may not be worth, you know, the money regardless of the price. Uh, but this is an expensive device. I mean, this isn't something that is, um, that is just, you know, a hundred dollars, $200 or something. We're talking thousands of dollars here while they've come down in price from their previous versions for sure. Uh, you know, you're still looking at, you know, between five, $6,000, at least from what I understand, uh, even from Carrie's video over at Live Accessible. So, um, so it's still going to be, you know, a, a, a large chunk of change. But like I said, if, if this is something that works for you, uh, that is that life-changing device, then that, that's way to make it happen. Yeah. Um, there's financing and they have a program where you can uh, basically, have donations and things made on your behalf, which would, would help pay for the device. But um, you'd have to check with them for the specifics on that. But I mean, there, there are ways to do it just like anything where there's a will, there's a way. And, and I think this, this does work for, for some people. Yeah. And, and I want to defend the price a little bit for folks because the, the idea that, you know, things are this expensive when it comes to those who are blind or visually impaired, we go to get devices there sometimes are just absolutely outrageous in, in cost. But we, you need to understand, first of all, the, the development that goes into it, you know, the time and energy and money spent to develop these, to improve on them for a really small market. You know, I mean, this isn't something that is mass made going to millions of people, um, you know, and, and which would bring down cost uh, um, immensely because you got so many people buying it. You know, this is something that, you know, it doesn't even work you know, for uh, everyone who's blind or visually impaired. So, um, you know, so the cost is definitely justifiable in, in you know, on their end because, you know, of everything they put into it, all the technology. And as you pointed out, the leaps and bounds they've made, you know, now into the fourth version, you know, they deserve what they're asking for. Definitely. Uh, And, and, and they, they recognize, first of all, the expense. And so they are going themselves making the effort to set up ways and means to help you 
to obtain the device, which, you know, the, it says a lot, I think, for the company as well. Yeah, it does. So that's cool. Well, uh, any last impression, anything that, uh, I mean, just, uh, you know, good and bad, you know, that, you know, your favorite thing about it and your least favorite thing about the device. Favorite thing about the device. Well, um, it, again, for, for things that, um, things that, I, I need to read quickly or, or look at quickly. I mean, I got a good look at my wife. Hey. Um, for the first time in about 10 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And no, you're still it, with her or is she still with no, you? We're, I guess. We're good. We're good. We're good. It, it's for these, for these really, what I, what I would call kind of small in, and you, you may think small life things, but I guess for someone with visual impairment, it's not just being able to quickly see something is pretty priceless and it it definitely does that um the the con to it would be um i don't know i mean i don't know how long you can wear it the the battery lasts two hours which i think is okay they they ship two batteries with it so essentially you'd have four hours and I, i don't know that you'd be wearing it for more than four hours at any given time um or maybe you would i don't know it certainly helps in lots of areas and depending upon what you do throughout the day, maybe four hours is, you know, it, it's possible. Um, it, it probably would get heavy after a while. Um, I've, I've burned through the battery a few times, so I've, I've gotten hours of usage out of it. Um, it never really was a problem. Um, and at some point you kind of, I kind of forget it's there. Um, but it, it, I would think over time it, it would get a little heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can swap batteries on the go. So, um, if the battery's going down, it'll, it'll tell you, uh, it, it voices the, the screen as well. It's a, it's, it's kind of like a screen reader in the sense that it will take you through the prompts and zoom levels and color filters and things that you're on. Uh, so it tells you those things. You don't have to rely on vision for that, but it's, it's not an OCR, so it doesn't tell you what you're looking at. It just, Tells you as you're going through Correct. the settings it, and things. It says what what settings you're on, what the levels are, and, and yeah. basically all the built-in inputs. But it it's not going to read any text or any any OCR stuff that not yet anyway. I imagine that's in the works. But. And one thing you didn't you didn't do or did you any traveling? I mean, either you're no. walking around with it. Um, I've been in my around my house on the inside, of course, and I've been in the front yard and the backyard, but that that's as far as I got to the mailbox. And then in the back, I was able to see, um, sitting on my back porch, I found a hole, I, uh, in one of the boards in my fence. Okay. Uh, I was like, Hey, there's a light coming through there. What is that? And, uh, that I wouldn't have been able to, to notice before. Right. Um, so my fence would probably be from where I was sitting. I don't know, 30 feet away at least. Okay. And I was just, I was just rolling through the zoom levels and, and just seeing, I was trying to see if, how, how far across the street I could see. Um, and then I got locked in on the, the, the privacy fence and noticed that there's a, uh, a board that's got a, needs to be fixed. That, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, a pro too, because I yeah. you know, hadn't, hadn't seen that before. So yeah. I, you know, in general there, I think there are some, 
um, really intelligent people and engineers that are working to make this a really robust device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it. It sounds really cool. Um, it, it sounds like something that I would love to have been able to try when I had usable vision. Um, but it, I'm I'm just glad it's out there for those now. You know, to be able to check it out and try it. And again, we would encourage you uh, to go and check out Live Accessible on YouTube. The video that Carrie put together, uh, a great video, some demos there. So if you have a little bit of vision. Uh, you uh, you'll be able to kind of check out the demo that she does um, on the eSight device uh, version four wireless with Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and I mean just a as as John you point out a re- really robust uh, set of uh, parameters that um, they've built into this particular device. Uh, they've really brought it down, scaled it down. Um, and, uh, and, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things about it and, uh, it'd be worth checking out. If you have some usable vision, um, you can get in touch with, uh, eSight and find out if it's, uh, you know, let them know they can probably ask some questions. You can tell them about the vision you've got and, uh, and they'll let you know if it's something they think would be worth, worth trying for you. And, uh, and, and, uh, and go from there. So, uh, I, I think folks could, could possibly get a lot out of it if, especially if they're low vision, especially if they use CCTVs a lot. I mean, this, you know, man, one you can wear in your head is, um, it, it could really do a lot, uh, for folks. I can see where that would really come in handy. And so I, I'm excited about it, even though, you know, I can't use it personally, but, uh, I know there's a lot of folks out there that will get a lot out of it, uh, if they give it a try. So, um, all right, man. Well, you know, I know you've enjoyed having it for this period of time. Um, and that's, uh, and, and dude, I'm so excited. You got to see your wife. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, uh yeah. I don't know if she's excited about it or not, but <laughs> dude, well, uh, hopefully you got that. You, you told her she, she's, uh, just how oh, beautiful you think beautiful. she is. So yeah, I did. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, cool. Um, you know, any, uh, again, I guess any other, uh, any other thoughts you've got on it, but that's, um, you know, I, I think it's awesome. You got to check it out, play with it for, you know, more than a week and, um, and let folks know about it. Uh, certainly happy to do that. And, uh, again, you know, they can go to the eSight website and, uh, check out more information as well. Yeah. I think it's eSightEyewear.com. Awesome. Very cool. All right, man. Well, hope you have a, a great week uh, and weekend coming up and uh, some more cooks on the grill. We'll get back together and talk about that a little bit more as time goes on. We appreciate folks listening to the Blind Grilling Experience podcast. Be sure and check us out on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash blindgrilling. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Blindgrilling at gmail.com is our website. And as always, John, you know what we say. If you're looking, you ain't cooking.